Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Find hidden clues and uncover a murder mystery. Solve mind-teasing mysteries of the Roaring Twenties. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love true crime, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? There's nothing I love more than getting to decorate my very own luxurious state island. The best part? You can chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Amara, and this is Black Girl Gone, a true crime podcast. On this episode of Black Girl Gone, we tell the story of Darian Hudson, a 23-year-old woman from Stillwater, Oklahoma. In October 2017, Darian disappeared. After failing to show up for work, her friends called her mom and told her they couldn't find Darian. Almost four years later, Darian is still missing, and there's been no sign of her. What happened to Darian? Did she leave on her own? Or did something happen to her? This is Darian's story. When I first came across the story of Darian Hudson, where she disappeared from immediately caught my attention. In my research so far, I haven't found a lot of cases from Oklahoma. So that really stood out. And as I started to dive deeper into Darian's story, I found out that she was actually originally from Kansas. So here's a little fun fact about me. Those who listen to the show know that I'm from Philadelphia. However, I'm not originally from Philadelphia, which is something that my husband, who is originally from Philadelphia, is always reminding me of. But I was actually born in Kansas, Topeka to be exact, and I spent the first two years of my life in Kansas. My mom is originally from Philadelphia, but a large portion of my family lives in the Midwest. I used to spend my summers in Oklahoma City with my aunts and my cousins, so the Midwest will always have a special place in my heart. We always hear about bad things happening in big cities, but a lot of these stories I tell don't just happen in big cities. They happen in small towns, too. Darian Hudson is one of thousands of women of color that are missing in America, many whose stories have never been told. Darian Hudson was 23 when she vanished. She was just starting her life. Darian was born in Hutchinson, Kansas on January 1st, 1994. And Hutchinson is a small city. It's about an hour north of Wichita. Darian grew up with her mom, Stephanie, and her younger siblings. And Darian, despite being the oldest, was very close to her siblings. Her family and friends described her as a bubbly person who always had a smile, and she had a personality that would just light up a room. Stephanie told Dateline in an interview that they did about Darian's disappearance in January of this year that, quote, if you were having a bad day, Darian would change that. 
Darian was an athlete too. After graduating from Hutchinson High School in 2012, Darian went to Barton Community College in Kansas, where she played softball. And community colleges, they're usually a two-year program, so I assume that Darian finished her two years at Barton Community College, and then she enrolled in Langston University, which is located in Oklahoma. And so Darian moved to Oklahoma and played softball at Langston University. And according to people close to her, she was doing well during this time. She had made new friends on her softball team, and she was working and enjoying her life. But we all know with life comes highs and comes lows. And eventually, Darian met a guy, and there isn't much information about him, but her friends told Dateline that after Darian started dating this guy, her behavior changed. Now, Darian was not the only young woman guilty of ghosting her friends when she got in a relationship, but this relationship seemed to be kind of toxic. Not only had Darian stopped hanging out with her college friends and started hanging out with a new crowd of people she met at work, she also stopped playing softball. The relationship itself seemed to take a toll on Darian's happy personality, and it only got worse when she became pregnant and then suffered a miscarriage. And the year before Darian disappeared, she was experiencing some of those lows that life throws at us. Her relationship with her boyfriend ended, and Darian's dog, who she adored, died. People close to Darian said that the experiences that she had that year before she vanished had really been a struggle for Darian. But even though life had knocked Darian down and knocked her off her feet, it was only for a moment. And by 2017, she was really trying to bounce back and she was getting back to the Darian that everybody knew and everybody loved. Darian had been a server at the local Chili's in Stillwater, and she had an apartment there, but she was really just needing a change. On Saturday, October 21st, 2017, Darian called her mom, Stephanie, to tell her that she had enrolled in nursing school and that she had decided that she wanted to come back to live at home so that she could save money and that she could be closer to her family again. Her mom said that, you know, the family had made plans to pick up Darian that following weekend. But Darian's mom had no idea that she was actually not going to pick up Darian that weekend. Because a few days after that call, Darian vanished. Now, I will be honest with you. Some of the dates in the story are different depending on which news outlet you're looking at. So, you know, I've tried to get the timeline as accurate as possible. So the week of October 22nd, 2017, Darian was scheduled to work her shift at Chili's, but she failed to show up. Now, the information about what day she was supposed to be at work is unclear. Now, some reports state that she was scheduled to be at work on the 22nd and that she disappeared after that. But there's other information that kind of calls that timeline into question. However, we do know that it must have happened between the 22nd, which was a Sunday, and the 25th, which was a Wednesday. So during those three days, friends of Darian's that she worked with, you know, attempted to call her, but they were getting no response. Now, it's not clear whether or not her friends attempted to go to her apartment to see if she was there or not. But after a few days went by and no one had seen or talked to Darian, her friends decided that they needed to call Darian's mom to tell her what was going on. 
So Stephanie said on October 25th, her phone started blowing up with calls and text messages from Darian's friends telling her that they couldn't find Darian and that no one had spoken to her or seen her in days. Now, the last time Stephanie had spoke to Darian was that Saturday before. And so worried, Stephanie and her family said that the next day they drove to Stillwater and went straight to the police department to report Darian missing. They clearly knew that something had happened to Darian because they didn't go to her apartment first. I mean, they went straight to the police. Now, when Stephanie speaks with the police, they tell her that she has to wait 48 hours before they can, you know, file a missing persons report. But why? I mean, technically, it really has been more than 48 hours since someone had last seen or spoken to Darian, as far as the police knew. Her mother had not spoken to her since the 21st, and there's no other indication that anyone had spoken to her in the previous 48 hours. The last activity on her Twitter account, which she appeared to use daily, was on the 24th. So why the police were not willing to take the case on that day, it it means that by the time that Stephanie was able to make the report 48 hours later, that it had been a week since she had last spoken to her daughter and four days since the usually very active Twitter account had a post. I mean, this is really why there should not be, you know, a 48-hour waiting period before you can report someone missing. I mean, that's really a ridiculous amount of time because when someone goes missing or they disappear, every single second counts. 48 hours loses a lot of time. But Stephanie and Darian's family had no other choice. I mean, all they could do is wait out the 48 hours. Her family decided to start searching in and around the area where Darian's apartment was while they waited to file the report. They also went to her apartment. And when they got there, their concerns about what happened to Darian deepened. Now, the door to Darian's apartment was open. Now, I don't know if it was open like a jar or whether it was unlocked. I mean, I believe that they meant it was open-open because I feel like they would have specified if it was just unlocked. But, I mean, I really could be wrong because I feel like somebody would have saw the door open if it had been, you know, open for, you know, a couple of days or even several hours. But I I really don't know. However, it was just described as being, quote-unquote, open. So once her family entered the apartment... Everything actually seemed very, very normal. There was the light that was still on. There were dishes in the sink. But despite the eerie calm of the apartment, there was clearly something wrong. And worse, her family found her cell phone in the apartment, too. But there was no sign of forced entry, no sign of a struggle. It just looked like no one was home. So... The 48 hours passed, and with no sign of Darian, her family was able to file a missing persons report. Police started their investigation by interviewing Darian's friends and neighbors, but no one had seen or heard anything that would help lead police to Darian's whereabouts. There was no sign of Darian. She didn't have her phone. There was no activity on her bank account. She was just gone. Now, Darian didn't drive. So police checked buses, they checked trains in the area, but Darian had not boarded any buses or any trains. 
Now, it wasn't until December 2017, over a month after Darian disappeared, that police got their first lead. In December 2017, police got a notification that someone had attempted to use Darian's debit card at a hotel in Oklahoma City. Now, police were able to locate the man, and when they interviewed him, he told police that he had the card and he had found it in a purse back in October. He said that he'd been working on a construction site in Stillwater where he found the bag hanging from a concrete pipe. Now, for whatever reason, this stand-up citizen decided to take the bag and its contents instead of handing it over to the police. Now, I mean, imagine if he had found the purse and handed it over to the police back in October when Darian first disappeared. I mean, there could have been evidence, maybe even DNA or fingerprints that might have been helpful. So when police get this story, they, of course, need to verify what the man is telling them and they go to the construction site where he said that he was working. Now, the construction site was a church that was still under construction at that time. And the man who stole the card said that, you know, he had been working there. And so they spoke to, you know, people at the site, and they were able to confirm that he was working there. But they also spoke to other workers that were at the site in October, and they give police additional information. Now, several of the workers said that they remember seeing a woman who fit Darian's description on October 26, 2017, the day that Darian's family had arrived in Stillwater to report her missing. Now, the workers told police that they saw the woman sitting in a wooded area behind the construction site. They said that when they approached her, that she would not speak to them and that she just stared off into space with like a blank look on her face. Now, the workers said that the woman's behavior was concerning, so they told their boss, who also went to check on the woman. But again, she refused to say anything. And now, even though all of these people seemed to be concerned about this young woman who may have been in distress, no one called 911 and no one told anyone else about this woman. So... Police feel like the sightings of Darian on the 26th are credible, and so they started searching the area around the church to see if they could find any other witnesses that may have seen Darian. They eventually find two more witnesses that say they saw a woman fitting Darian's description on October 26th. One of the witnesses say that he saw a woman that evening sitting on some of the construction equipment, Now, the witness told police that she appeared to be possibly waiting for someone to pick her up. The second witness lived next door to the church where the construction was taking place. And he told police that he saw a woman fitting Darian's description talking to his grandchildren who had just come from home, come off the bus home from school. But he said by the time that he came out to get them, the woman was gone. Now, police believe that the witnesses had seen Darian that day. So if the police had taken the report on the 26th, they may have had a better chance to find evidence about where Darian had gone. 
I mean, they may have found the construction worker sooner. They may have spoken to the witnesses who saw her sooner. And there may have even been surveillance footage from nearby homes or businesses that, you know, could have given them a lead. But by the time they received all of this information, it had been over a month. And so much had been lost. So police did search the wooded area near where Darian was allegedly last seen. They used drones and cadaver dogs, but they couldn't find Darian. Now, during the search, they were able to find Darian's hoodie. And inside of her hoodie was her wallet that had her ID, some cash, and her credit cards. But there was no other evidence in the woods. Now, here's where I have questions. Like, First, why would Darian leave her phone but take her purse when she left home? Why did she take her purse and then leave it at a construction site? I mean, and if you consider the theory that she, you know, willingly left, why did she take her purse and then, you know, leave it at a construction site? I was also very confused by the fact that her wallet was found in her hoodie with her cash and her credit cards, but the construction worker had found her debit card in her purse. I mean, it's just a strange coincidence that her debit card was separated from her wallet and then stolen by the construction worker. Now, I assume the construction worker's story, you know, was vetted by the police, but why would you keep a debit card that you stole for over a month and then try to use it? I mean, if the account was active and it had money in it, wouldn't you have assumed that the person who owned the account would have shut down that card by now and realized that it was stolen? I mean, wouldn't you just assume that the card didn't work anymore? It's just, that's just very strange. He also said that he stole the whole purse. So where was the rest of the purse? It's just very, very weird. But early on, Darian's family and friends had wondered, you know, if it had been possible that she left on her own, you know, Perhaps she had, you know, just finally broken under the weight of the past year. But they realized that that actually didn't make any sense. Darian would not just leave. She was looking forward. She was making plans. And she had no history of mental illness. And with no car and no money, how far could she have gone on foot? The possibility of someone committing suicide is always real. Just because someone appears happy and hopeful doesn't mean that they actually are. But people don't kill themselves and hide their own bodies. So where is Darian? Darian's family and friends refuse to give up their search for Darian. They believe that foul play is involved in her disappearance. And they have done everything they can to keep Darian's story alive. But her case has gone cold. Police say that her case is still open and active, but there have been no new credible leads. There's so many missing pieces to this story. There's so much that has been lost forever. It's been almost four years since Darian Hudson disappeared from Stillwater, Oklahoma. And I wish there was more that I could tell you about this case, but... We don't have any other information. Darian's family, however, will not give up searching for her. And they want her story to be told. 
they don't want her to be forgotten. The problem is not enough people have heard her story. So please, share Darian's story. Remember her name. She may still be out there somewhere alive and just unable to come home. Her family needs closure, and they need answers. Darian Hudson was 23 at the time she went missing. She would be 26 now. She's five foot three inches tall, and she has a feather tattoo on her back. She was last seen in the city of Stillwater, Oklahoma. If you have any information about what happened to Darian or where she may be, please contact the Stillwater Police Department. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new story. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps our show grow. If you can't get enough Black Girl Gone and you want to support the show, make sure you sign up for our Patreon to get an exclusive mini-sode in between episodes. As always, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Gone Podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.